It's Monday. I was hoping to be ahead of the game. But some stuff happened this weekend. Uh, that that sort of meant that the... Well, Saturday, actually, I, 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 I could have um, at the time. But I didn't because I'd spent... Uh, the day editing podcasts, and one of them took th- three or four hours. That's okay. That's that's what I signed up for, you know. Uh, but yeah. Um, sorry, I'm I'm actually I'm actually being very rude, and uh, I'm reading a WhatsApp message. Should I talk to you? <laughs> that's excessively rude. I'm so sorry. That's not respectful of. Of our time together at all. Hi. Welcome to the Lighthouse. Uh, this is half an hour of no strings attached company. I ask, I'm not going to ask very much of you other than uh, if you think someone else could use half an hour of babble. It's not complete babble, but it's, it's enough, you know. Uh, and we're, we're building something here. We're building a space where we can take care of each other and look out for each other and, and have a chat. And uh, and that's what this is about. So you are exceedingly welcome. I'm going to talk to you about about some stuff today. Uh, I'm going to talk to you about something called gene keys. Uh, and I'm going to I'm going to read you my analysis. I'm going to also explain and try and articulate what I think about them. But before we do that, let us have a little check in. And see how we're feeling. So, ask your your brain, your heart, your body, your soul, your mind. Um, how is it? Uh, how is it? How is it showing up today? What's going on? What you got? What you got going on? What you got over there? What's what's that? What's that little? What's that bit there? What's that little emotion saying? You interrogate it. I'm bringing, I'm bringing a different energy today, aren't I? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I'll tell you what, that uh, noise, I think I've got that from Joe. Oh, what's his name? From Adam and Joe. Joe from Adam and Joe. Uh, uh, he started doing that. Well, back. This is back when uh, he was doing the podcast, the Adam and Joe show. Joe Cornish, that's it. And he started going, err, <laughs> and, uh, and now I, I, I've picked it up and I go, err, err, yeah. Um, there's, and Jeremy Hardy is one I picked up who goes, and he, he never, I think it was him. He never spoke with a, like a particularly Cockney accent. I'm not sure where he was from actually. Um, but every now and again he would go, and... Uh, so I've, yeah, these these things that I've sort of uh, picked up from BBC Radio Four, essentially, that's what, and, and and six music. That's what happened there. Anyway, we were interrogating our uh, our minds, our bodies. So uh, I've kept you on the hook there. So um, yes, oh, I am I am in need of playfulness. I think is what's happening today. I am in need of a bit of play and a little bit of. I'm feeling a little bit mis- mischievous. That's the way I like to say that word. Mischievous. I'm up for some mischief. <laughs> so I think there's a puckish, 
bent to my personality today that's that's popping out that wants to be uh, that wants to be of service and I think that's interesting we should talk about that but uh, let's see have a have a, a little moment and uh, in in silence in blessed silence and uh, see what's popping up for you today so yeah I like the idea of different bits of our personality showing up um uh, <laughs> uh that that might be the end of it now i might not be able to do that anymore um that's a shame i like the idea of bits of our personality showing up when we need them there's these different fa- a little it's a, maybe a little bit personal dissociative not dissociative but a multiple personality disorder yeah, you know, uh, a little bit in that in the the, the sense that uh, different aspects of our personality perhaps come out when when they feel they're needed. Maybe you know, maybe I'm feeling like uh, I'm giving myself a laugh. As see, as uh, you may identify with this, if you live alone, I think as someone who lives alone, you become. Or well, maybe not you, maybe not everybody, but but I I can I can certainly cop to this. Of I think being pretty proficient at being the company that I need now. Not always. There's plenty of times when that is definitely not the case, right? There's plenty of times when we were there, you know, everywhere you go, there you are. Where we just we're just like, oh, yo, I can't, I can, not with you today. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> well you're not being good company for yourself and and it can take some work to find that again but i i i think that's one of the most valuable things that you can do as someone who's spending any kind of time on their own is to be able to whether you know whether it's a night whether it's a week whether it's a month whether it's a year whether it's sort of your life you know, for me, the last... Where are we now? It's going to be more than 14 years. It's got to be... I'll work that out in a minute. Um, but however long it is... Um, yeah, it's about 16 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> However long you are on your uh, on your own, then I think yeah you, you may need or develop or learn those kinds of things those those ways of being able to be your own company and it's not always yeah like I say it's, it's not always easy because. Yeah, I mean, maybe sometimes you get bored with yourself, but then the way of doing that is is by, you know, practicing a bit of, a bit of self compassion and and having a bit of a split, like a, a bit of a split personality is healthy, I think, and it's helpful. Not necessarily split personality, but the ability to have to hold that duality, and to be able to have a conversation with yourself because there is the self and then the sort of the higher self, whether it's the subconscious and the and, and the and the and the conscious or the ego in the id the uh the 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 man and the superman no that's a different thing but yeah like 
these different framings that psychologists have, there's, there is that duality. And being able to elevate from that, to rise above the sort of the everyday functioning person with with its its day old memories uh and and its experiences and to be able to sit and be and be kind with that is really useful and helpful and, and an idea that's just come to me that i find interesting again you know this is what comes of being a verbal thinker i guess is i like this idea of those two selves and that that first self is the is the one that just yeah it goes through it has its experiences per day but like i like the idea that there's a sort of a fresh slate there's a clean slate you know whatever's happened it's something i remember from from i'm sure it was practiced within my own childhood but something i remember being called out uh, as i was older uh and my parents um looked after kids is this notion that whatever's gone on today tomorrow'll be a clean slate and we'll just try again tomorrow and um Yes, there are, you know, there there are and have been transgressions that last longer, but they, they go away. Um, but that basic idea, I think, is is valuable. You know, let's let's have a better day tomorrow. But there's this sort of higher self, the kinder, more supportive, truer self that has the longer memory. That can have the conversation with the with the functioning self, you know, with the with the day to day person, and say, "All right, I know, I know t- today didn't, you know, go the way you wanted." And I, I think of that sometimes when I think about those moments where I haven't lived up to my own standards. I try and have that same kind of conversation, that same kind of counsel, with an e. Um, and say like, all right, you 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 felt like you didn't hit the bar today. Not that you didn't, but you didn't feel like you hit the bar today. Sometimes your standards are high, but whatever they are, they're your standards, and and you today you feel like you fell short of them. Okay, tomorrow's another day. Tomorrow's a day to to try and see what happens if we if we do hit those standards, and and that's it. There's always a chance. Um. You know, coupled with that, there's like, it's interesting. We talk about, you know, the, the, the idea of time and how tomorrow never comes. You know, have a, had a very interesting conversation with, with a, a group of very wise people on Friday where that was very much front and center, this idea of there not being enough time. Um, or putting, you know, putting things off, making decisions for the very short term because oh, you can, you know, the, the, the stock phrase, the diet starts tomorrow, right? Um, because yeah, right now, now I can make that decision because now it's fine. Now, now it's all right. I can have, you know, I can do whatever or I can, I can have a couple of pints. I can have, well, I was going to say if you're, if we continue that sentence, it's more like, I'll have eight pints tonight, and then tomorrow I'll stop drinking, right? Because tomorrow, you know, because I need to stop drinking, so I'll have I'll have my eight pints and a whiskey chaser, uh, and then tomorrow I'll stop drinking. And 
I, that idea is becoming more... Throwing into sharper relief, maybe? That idea that, yeah, you know, tomorrow, tomorrow never comes. Uh, is one thing, but it's also just... It's nebulous, and it's 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 kind of yeah, it's kind of nothing. Not because of just the semantics of well, by the time you've reached tomorrow, it's actually today, and yeah, there's that aspect. But it's just the why put off now what you could do today or something. You know, that sounds like that sounds like it would be a phrase, doesn't it? There's a, a an oft quoted by me a comic by the name of hmm, Brian Regan. <laughs> who I discovered, or was always discovered to me, um, some 20-odd years ago. And I remember sitting and listening to his, his whole audio CD, his first sort of big, you know, it was his big stand-up album, uh, that, that I think that, that made him... I don't know if it made him famous because he was already like he's not no no one really knows him in the UK unless you're a big stand up comic and even friends of mine who who profess to be fans of stand up have never heard of him um but he's phenomenal uh but he has this I could just talk about Brian Regan for for half an hour but um he has this thing that he did in his first DVD special and I think uh, called I Walked on the Moon and it's this idea of and it's it's an I think it's an older bit that he you know he put a few bits together for this show I think it might be an older bit but it's the idea of going to the optometrist or the eye doctor because uh, he uses very simple language that's part of part of his thing but uh, going to the eye doctor and but but you know telling him telling himself he's too busy it's like how can instantly improve vision not be at the top of your to-do list it's like no i'm too busy to see today i haven't got time have you seen my to-do list um and and that i find interesting you know we we do put things off uh, i was having a conversation today with well we're really blowing past it today aren't we we're doing well <laughs> i was having a conversation today with a friend about this whole thing of like fomo and like if you're selling a knowledge product, selling it as a course, selling it as a download, selling it as a whatever, or doing it as an event. And in my experience, doing it as an event tends to work better. Now, I think part of that might be the group aspect, maybe. I think that works for like, yeah, group programs, those kinds of things where you're going to have a big change and it's really useful to have a cohort. Um, but I think... Um, the uh, I got distracted because my computer made a noise and it started speaking to me. And because it was a, a, a vocalization, um, you might—I don't know if that's come through my headphones, but that that really threw me off. That threw me for a loop. Um, so yes, there's the 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 group. So you can sell something, you know, a knowledge product as a download or or whatever. But doing it as an event creates yes this this idea of being able to do it in a group and there's other people there, but also of a FOMO because it creates a sense of and it's not necessarily that you'll miss out but i think there's a there's a bit of that like it's a live event it's only going to happen once even if it happens again like that i don't know and even yeah even for recurring events i think maybe there's a there's a degree there of well i don't i can buy it next week 
or, or next month. Um, and then next month, you know, again, tomorrow never comes. Next month, oh, I can always buy it next month. And, you know, if you want people to part with your money and you want to do it ethically, you don't want to create a false sense of urgency, but you do want that thing of like, how can you communicate? I know you see the value in this, but you're like, because it's always there and it's always available, you're not really motivated to press the button. And I know you want the thing and I know the thing will be of value. So like, how do we make this happen? I think that's the point where you go, come on, like that. This is now not unethical. Like this will work. This will be good for you. You want it. Um, so how can we stop or prevent you from that thinking of like, just putting it off, putting it off because you're putting it off because you're just like, I know I can get it anytime. So that's an interesting one. Um, makes me kind of wonder, you know, if you have any knowledge products, I wonder what prime day can do for that kind of thing. I'm just spitballing here. I don't, I don't have any, um, but I'm, I'm like, I am really, one of my things is I, I really am curious into motivation. I think what motivates people to do certain things. I think as someone who perhaps struggles with his own motivation for certain tasks, like so many things I'm just not motivated to do. Um, and then there's other things, you know, that, that, that seem to take very little, you know, this takes such little, you know, no, no, well, I was going to say no disrespect to you, but it's, it's partly because I've put things in place that make this easy and I do have the gift of the gab or whatever that most of the time I can bring something to the table. Um, and as I'm getting older, I'm trying to see that more as a gift rather than something that has to be eye-rolled at or, you know, oh, Marky loves the sound of his own voice. Marky can waffle on. Well, meh. Another way of looking at that is, you know, you can be a voice uh, in a in a dark room, you know. Anyway, going all over the houses. But, yeah, the um, this notion of motivation like how do we make people do things and i think that's really interesting if the thing you want people to do is not detrimental is something that will enrich their lives uh and you know help you but like more importantly something that will they will enjoy or or enrich them in some way like if that's the case and the the means by which you persuade them don't somehow outweigh the good it does, if that makes sense, and doesn't erode the trust or damage the trust. You know, I'm someone who I don't like being badgered. I don't like feeling badgered or pestered. And I I nearly got that with, with a group program that I joined a couple of years ago, which is the thing that sort of blew the doors off everything for me. Um, but it was, you know, there was a WhatsApp conversation and... I felt nudged and, and I think I communicated like really early on before I'd, I'd met anyone like I don't like this this isn't going to this isn't going to get you the sale um and you know from their point of view it's like well we know this like I'm like I'm saying like we think this will be good for you we think this would be useful we don't sell this to everyone we've looked at what you do and we think this could be handy for you so we are just chivying you along a bit. And, and for me, I'm like, I don't like to be badgered. <laughs> so anyway, there's, there's some, some stuff there to, to ruminate on. If you will permit me, if you will give me uh, a few seconds, I'm going to take a sip of coffee. 
and then um, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get into some gene keys. I'm gonna keep my fader up, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna try and not make too slurpy a noise. Was that really so bad? Yeah, well, that was alright, wasn't it? Hmm. I um. I would normally not drink coffee this late, but it's decaf because I've made the switch. So I'm like, hey, still got coffee in the pot. I'm going to drink it. Okay. So gene keys then. I know next to nothing about them. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you mine. I might make fun of them. <laughs> because the caveat here is I think this is I nearly said. I don't. I have trouble connecting this. I, okay. I think I, I think I go into things quite skeptically. In lots of cases, I want to be convinced. Like, I want, to be, I want ghosts to exist. I don't believe they do, but I really want. So I, I'm primed to want to believe. If, you know, like, if, I, I will quite happily, go, I will go to any number of haunted houses and I will lap that up. I want to believe that ghosts exist. I don't think that they do, but I really love that as a notion. Um, Gene Keys seems to be based on basically astrology, which I can't help, but it gets filed away in that drawer. You know, there's a drawer full of, full of, full of stuff and it's in that drawer, right? It's in that dismissed drawer because, well, the, <laughs> your personality and stuff isn't shaped by what phase. <laughs> no, it, it it just it it isn't. It isn't. Um, it's shaped by things around you. It's just you know uh, the 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 place in the. Stars, the place the stars were at, or the position of the stars. No, no, it 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 isn't like fairly like that's a fact, right? It isn't, um, and so it's it's difficult for me to get behind that because as you as you're hearing from my tone, like I fundamentally, it's not even that I don't believe. I've gone so far into I don't believe it. It's like no, no, it isn't true. It's not that I don't believe it. Um, you know. That there is a level of agnosticism in the phrase "I don't believe in God." You're still acknowledging, <laughs> you know what I mean. You're still, if you say "I don't believe in God," you're still opening up a possibility rather than saying there is no God. For me, I don't believe that there is a God, but I'm open to the possibility. I am agnostic. I used to be atheist, and this is the point that I kind of want to make first off because yes, I probably am going to make fun of this, but not from a place of superiority. Uh, from a place of ignorance, because that where that's where this comes from, right? I am doing this from a place of ignorance. So, if it tinges on the mean, if it sounds mean, then that's purely my ignorance coming out, and 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 I will apologise for that. Um, because yeah, th I am coming to this with with no real knowledge, and I think I I do think that's important to say because there's people in my life who I love who who um are interested in this stuff and who find value in it and. I, and who I respect and whose opinions I respect. And there isn't really a bit when we have a conversation that I sort of roll my eyes 
about and go oh, on, on that point i don't respect them you know so take this as as a demonstration of my ignorance and my skepticism rather than my absolute knowledge in all things you know i just i find it difficult to connect up the idea that because this is all uh, based, the gene keys, you, you, you put in your name and your email address, that's, uh, your name and your email address, that's very important, right? That's important to knowing um, what, uh, what your personality is. Uh, and it's begun already. <laughs> and then the place of your birth and, the, and it wants the time of your birth. Now, I, did, I, I, I will fully um, cop to, I know where I was born, wasn't in the UK, so you know that's sort of memorable in and of itself. And I don't know the time. I think it was early in the morning. I think I think I have a a vague memory that it was early in the morning, but I might be wrong. And so I did what it said to do, which is noon. Okay, so if it's if it's not, you know, if it's real, then yeah, just say noon. I don't know that that's fair. But, you know, I didn't play by the rules that it set. So it did say that if you don't know, you can say noon. That's fine. I didn't play by the rules. Um, I just said noon. Well, anyway. Ah, so let's see what we've got. So it comes up with, um, this is my Gene Keys hologenic, hologenetic profile. And it's got lots of dots that are all connected, which so it looks sort of, um, you know, like it's a thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm gonna right. I'm gonna I'm gonna park. I'm gonna stop apologising. Um, and we're just we're just we'll just go through this. And if you hate me at the, at the end, that's fine. We can have a conversation. And I'm like totally open to a conversation, by the way. And I know who's gonna respond. And please do. You are so welcome to respond. Not out of like, oh, I challenge you to prove me wrong. Um, but, you know, we can have fun with this. All right. So, my genius, uh, my deepest purpose in life is to manifest the gist. Try that again. Like, There's so much random capitalization in this page. It's a mess. My deepest purpose in life is to manifest the gift of synergy. To realize my purpose I need to transform the shadow of dominance. In relationships... Oh, so the next one is love. In relationships, my greatest challenge is to transform the shadow of limitation into the gift of realism. The highest expression of my heart is light. This is generated by an AI, obviously, right? It's just... Third one is prosperity. I unlock my prosperity through my gift of competence. I, apparently these are different for different people, by the way, which is fascinating. I undermine my, uh, my prosperity through the shadow of compromise. I thrive best as part of a small team. That's, I don't think that's true. So we can do a journey... Self-illumination. So back to my genius then. My life's work. What I'm here to do. I haven't read all of this through, by the way, so I'm about to. You are one of the world's great questioners. 
everything for you begins with a question, and you must carve the path of your life out of these questions. You need only remember one thing. The questions are not for you, but for others. If you think that you will find a sense of peace from finding an answer, you will live a life of anxiety because another question will always be there. The questions are there so that you can find an answer for someone else. Every book you read or every system or technique you learn or study is really so that you can be of service to others. It is through, and I'll, I'll interject at that point. Like a lot of this is generic, right? It's a lot of this, it's it's one of those things where what's smart about the way this kind of stuff is written is that you pick out enough things. You know, it's like cold reading or whatever. Like you you pick out enough of these things where you go, oh yeah, no, that selected bit there, that little bit there applies to me, right? So it's cleverly written in, in that way. Um, it is through service that you will, because I'm saying that because yeah, I identify with that little idea. I yeah. Um, you have a great and powerfully logical mind. It will either drive you mad or make you prosperous. <laughs> we know which way it's going at the moment. You must make certain that you have a continual and healthy outlet for this gift. Otherwise, it is likely to wreak havoc in your personal life. Yeah, okay. So, logical mind. Sure. I do. I, 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 you know, I was a techie for many years, problem solver. Um, I, I struggle with things like this, perhaps because, uh, as much as yes, it's definitely written so that it can be, you know, cut and paste and and as generic as possible. Um, it, it you know, it, it doesn't really work on me, um, because I need to be able to sort of like it. It just it. It doesn't feel a stable system. It doesn't feel complex. There aren't enough data points. You know, if I do a, I'm a no, not a sucker, but I will go in for a personality quiz. You know, whether it's something like the Enneagram, which I've done a few times, or, uh, or you know, the INFJ, whatever the personality types and all those things, I can I can dig those right because they they ask enough questions to to give you more of a sense of like, okay, yeah, I can see I can see where where you you're coming at it, but. And that's why I'm like, this is definitely not a thing because you haven't, you don't know anything about me. And I do not believe, well, as I said, like it, it goes beyond that. My life is not, my my purpose is not determined by where stars were uh, at any given time when, when I was, because no. Um, and it, I think what's interesting there is to interrogate why that frustrates me because you can probably tell that it does and i think that's a source of of interest is to to dig into okay all right mark like you you're going at this pretty hard like what who hurt you <laughs> you know what i mean like what astrologer hurt you why do you have to be this way and to bring you know bring the the playfulness back it's like yeah that's interesting to look into like why react so spikily to something that is it's harmless you know it's not it's not trying to yes okay they they obviously want to sell me a package so yeah that's fine but i'm sure the people who who you know well i won't go into that because yeah again i just i just i just i just know i just i just can't <laughs> um but i think that resistance is interesting 
And, you know, there's been... I've had resistance to, to certain things like that before. I don't think the Enneagram was probably one of them. And that's why I can confidently say I know I'm coming from this at this from a place of ignorance. Because, you know, because I know... Or I can be fairly certain that, that I will have a conversation or I will learn something or read something or be given, pointed to something that will make me think otherwise. Whether it will, you know, the scales will fall from my eyes, I don't know. I hope not. Because I want to keep a sense of that. Like, let's keep real things real. Like, let's, ha- let's actually have a sense of reality. I do want that sense of of reality. I don't want to disappear too much up a mystic butthole like i really do want to keep a sense of groundedness that's important um you know there's there's still an aspect of the engineer in me like what can we see proof test what can we test um and and that's i think that's that's the key there like what what can be tested here to make sure that we know that this works right so that was that was gifts or purpose or whatever uh, the next one is so dismissive. The next one is my evolution. What I'm here to learn. Your greatest challenge in life is to let go of the past. You have to realize the incredible gifts that lie there. Even the moments when you suffered immen- uh, intensely or your past can bring... De- uh, sorry, try that again. Even the moments when you suffered intently... In your past, oh, that's just badly, yeah. <laughs> you suffered intently in your past can bring depth and grounding to your endless quest for understanding. You will probably, that was just, that's nothing, right? That was nothing. It was just porridge, word soup. You can probably find you go through regular cycles of confusion in life where nothing seems to, yeah, that's just me, that is. <laughs> no one No one else goes through that. When nothing seems to fit together, and the clarity you thought you had, uh, the clarity you thought you had found, seems to abruptly disappear. There are these are the times in life. So sorry, these are the times of greatest opportunity for you. These are not simply times that you must wait out. They are the times. When you can progressively free yourself from the tyranny of your own mind. They are the times of your greatest potential creativity, and rather than trying to understand or fix them, you need to treasure them. So, stuff happened in your past, you need to be okay with it, and then find a way of using that, and apparently that gets a special gene key number that is unique to me. Or, or or rare enough. <laughs> my romance. Mm, my romance. Oh, we are well we are we are we are well uh we've got right, we've got two of these. Let's see if we can if we can skip on through these. Uh oh no, there's, I think there's only one more, right? Nope, there's two more. Okay. My romance. What keeps me healthy? I mean, I love the fact that like the headings are my, and then all the type underneath it is is in the was it uh, second person. Your health depends upon your balancing a sense of fulfilment with a sense of playfulness. Hey, oh sorry, it's not romance. Beg your pardon, I'm not reading properly. It's radiance. My radiance. What keeps me healthy? Your health depends on upon your balancing a sense of fulfilment with a sense of playfulness. I I, I can dig it. Right, that's fine. I can dig it. 
Even though life may appear deeply serious on the surface, you need to always carry a hidden quality underneath that you do not take yourself as seriously as others may think. You are one of the great role players in the world, but you shouldn't give the same, but you shouldn't give the game away. Your secret is that whatever you do, you do it with a lightness of touch. This attitude ensures that you will never fall you will never fail in life. You will simply wear different costumes and enjoy feeling their fit. The other quality that is essential to your health and well-being is that you never limit yourself to a single point of view. Uh, yeah, all right, that's nice, given where we are, we, the conversation we're having today. Your gift is to shapeshift, which means you must not adhere to any single path or view in life. And I think... I think that's fair, and I, and I can I can understand that that like that one doesn't feel generic for whatever reason, right? That one feels it doesn't feel that it applies to me, but it feels like not generic enough. You know, I can see other people that that perhaps are given to more seriousness, and it's important for them to take themselves more seriously. Um, for, for interestingly enough, you know, my my old counselor he encouraged me to take myself perhaps a little more seriously because there's the aspect of hiding behind the the jokiness uh, and hiding behind that lightness sometimes you know it's it's a little bit of let's get the the bit of self-deprecation out first so that the other person can't uh can't jab me with it and you know i, I overplayed that for years i'm sorry Ooh. yawn I'm, I'm sorry um I, I I overplayed that for years. Sorry, I was just thinking about how rudely I yawned during the reading of that. You know that that was a bit, right? I was yawning, but that's why I didn't stop because, you know, I'm being a turd. Um, being very naughty today. That's this episode. This is the episode where Mark is naughty. Um, all right, we are, we are, like, we've, yeah, okay. It's bonus time, isn't it? My purpose, what deeply fulfills me. All right, I will not piss take or take this seriously. The highest purpose of your life is to, facil- is to facilitate a communion, to bring together a diverse set of human beings with a shared higher goal. You are more than a networker. You are an organizing force in a cosmic sense. If you follow your life's work and evolve clearly, you will automatically draw to you the human, fac- uh, the human fractal of people who understand synergy means that was word two your inner vision must in some way bring together the key elements of human communities particularly family and money you need to find new and i just i don't you need to find new and powerful means of resolving the current problems of support within families and communities business is a key for you and you carry a vision concerning the real role of business as a means for supporting entire communities rather than single individuals. I don't know if I believe in that, and I don't like that you just told me what I believe, because I, I don't think that. You are ahead of your time, and you will need to lead your quest as an example so that others can see the power of giving and goodwill. Yours is an awesome task in the world to... Thank you, Roscoe. To rupture the ancient hierarchical thinking that controls our planet and replace it with a higher model 
based on synthesis. <laughs> okay. Um, I like the idea that, that, that you know, if this were not, if this were actually a thing that, that existed, that, I'm sorry, because I, I am sorry, because I, I, I just, I, I, I think about the people who, you know, who, are, who are smart, who believe in this stuff, and so I'm not smarter than them. So it's, you know, it's just, it's very, very difficult for me to snap onto this. Um, but I, I like the idea that if this, if I, supposing that I did find um truth or i did find i I don't want to say value because that again that doesn't seem right legitimacy okay so that's where i'm struggling i'm struggling with the legitimacy of it if i found legitimacy in it i like the idea that i'm not yet wise enough or don't yet know enough to know that this thing knows things about me that i don't yet know right that it's that there is a marked out path destiny that i am perhaps too the lights just aren't lit enough for me to see that way yet. Um, I like that as a thought. And and perhaps, you know, time will show that to be true. I'm an explorer in, in many ways. I'm an explorer of the mind. My, my, my little joke that I say to people is I find myself endlessly fascinating. But what that really is, is I think I've, there are aspects. And that's why I said, like, uh, there, there are bits of that that you sort of go, yes, okay. And that doesn't necessarily apply to everyone. Um bring you know bringing people together i don't know what that nonsense was about business and money and family and i believe this about business but again you know maybe that's a core belief and there's just stuff in the way of that i don't know but anyway that was that was my exploration of gene keys i am so open to be um to be to be you know i don't know educated it's probably the wrong word because it's not a lack of education um but yeah i it's a it's a, it's a it's a tricky one that um i just yeah i find it tricky but i thought it would be fun to to have a look at not purely from the you know i hope you've, you've seen my intention here was not entirely to just like shit on it oh oh there you go that was that was the first unforced um swearing error that's uh one for the one for the swear jar um but it wasn't my uh, intention to to you know come in with this just with the aspect of of rolling eyes and pooping on it. But there's also the aspect of like yeah yeah you get it right okay. Well, listen, all of that aside, all of my naughtiness aside, I will bring us in for a landing because we've been here for a good while. And I thank you for spending the last forty minutes with me. Um. Nearly, nearly three quarters of an hour. So thank you. Um, I don't know what we'll talk about tomorrow. Uh, I mean, you know, I didn't know what we were going to talk about until about uh, ten minutes before I hopped on the mic. So that's that's sort of what happens. But uh, if you do want to get in touch, if there's thoughts that you've got um, that you'd like to explore, uh, if you want to, yeah, have a chat about. Um, if you've been affected by any of the issues raised in today's program, then uh, you can email me, mark at thelighthouse.fm, or you can drop me uh, a voicemail um, at uh, the li- at um, podinbox.com slash thelighthouse. Uh, you can leave a little uh, voice note there, and uh, I shall play it on the pod. 
But for now, let's end our time together today. And I thank you generously for it. Copiously for it. And uh, if you'd like to get yourself comfortable and perhaps close your eyes, if it's safe for you to do so, take a moment for yourself. Just purely for yourself. As this whole three quarters of an hour really has been. And I will remind you that as long as you can hear me, you exist. And because you exist, you are entitled to love and to be free from pain. You are connected. You are wanted. And whatever you believe, you are welcome.